Love Jewish Magic Podcast. I'd love to have you give me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can check out my Patreon. For as little as $7 per month, you can help keep me going. That's at patreon.com slash jewishmagicpodcast. Welcome to Jewish Magic, where we explore all things magic in and around Judaism. I'm Michelle Leffler, shamanic energy alchemist and Jewish extraordinaire. I'm the owner of Living Moon Meditation, where I help people find balance in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. It's my honor to talk to you about Jewitchery and Jewish magic. Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Jewish Magic Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about tools magical tools that a Jewish witch can use in his or her practice. I'm going to specifically talk about the tools that I use in my personal practice. I've been asked what tools I work with as a witch, especially as a Jewish witch, because most people asking me this question are witches of different backgrounds than Judaism. So they're asking me what I use that is different from them, I suppose, is what they really want to know. So I like to answer that question by asking the person back what tools they use. And I'm not doing that to be smart, but to see what they say. I'm being curious like they are. I also ask because I want to see what the person is wanting to know by asking what tools I use. And I want to know if they are trying to figure out if we use the same tools or if they are curious what I practice with coming to witchcraft from a religious perspective instead of a more pagan one or a religious perspective that is different from theirs. So once I get into talking about what my tools are, it's pretty simple. I'm very simple in my practice and I don't use a lot of witchy tools. My most important tool is myself. So I've learned that everything is mental. And my mind is the tool that I use for everything. My thoughts, um, my actions, the words that I use in a spell or a ritual, it all originates from my mind. So my mind is the most important tool that I use. And then I would say my words um, because they come from my mind. My words are how I direct the thoughts in my mind out into energy in the universe. So my thoughts and my words are the two most important tools that I use. And if I have no other tools at all, then I feel like I can have a complete practice with just that. So that's another thing that I tell when I am working with my clients specifically who want to know what tools they need as a witch because I generally tend to work with witches who consider themselves bad witches or non-traditional. They're either just getting started or they may be what they term lazy witches or whatever and they don't do this whole big ritualistic everything and they don't have all this stuff. 
and I tell them that you don't need stuff. You don't need tools. As long as you have a mind that works, um, as long as you can think and direct your thoughts and use your thoughts to direct your words and actions, that's the only tools you need. Um, and anything else is just bonus. But what about those bonus tools outside my mind, outside my thoughts, outside my words? I have a book. Um, obviously, Jews, we are considered the people of the book, so books would be pretty special. So I use my personal book and other books. Now, my personal book is not what you would call a book of shadows like you would think of in terms of witchcraft. My book is just a notebook where I take notes from the classes that I take and I keep a written record of my practice of things that I want to note how it went, what worked, what didn't work, a certain recipe I come up with, anything like that. I write it down in my notebook and that's my book. Now, I also love to read and I love to learn, so I am using books all the time. If you follow me on YouTube at all, then you know I have a weekly segment called Woo Book Wednesday where I do a mini review of a spiritually infused book and that's generally the books that I'm reading at that time or that I've read in the past and found a lot of value in and I want to share it with others. So books are some of the main tools that I use. And again, the books go back to helping me with my mind and with my thoughts and with my words. So other than that, I use crystals, um, lots of crystals in my practice. I use them for physical healing as well as emotional and spiritual healing. I love crystals. Crystals are one of my go-to tools that I use all the time. Probably because astrologically I'm a Capricorn, which is an earth sign, and crystals are definitely an earth tool. So it kind of fits in there with me and my personality and all that. So I, I use crystals. You don't have to have them. If you don't like them, that's fine. It's neither here nor there. Find what works for you. Crystals are what I use. Herbs and oils. I also use those. Now, I'm one of those so-called lazy witches. I am not about to have a whole pharmacopoeia of essential oils to mix all these potions and whatnot. That's just not me. I like to burn things. <laughs> so, I love fire. I don't have a lot of fire in my chart, um, actually, which is surprising considering how much I love fire and burning things. But I love to burn herbs and resins, and I burn oils too. I usually don't generally burn the oils by themselves. One, because they burn up very fast. The oil burns off rather quickly. But, you know, it's kind of a flammability thing too. But I will mix some oils in with the herbs that I'm using, and I burn them. I am a scent holic. I love incense. I love making my own incense blends with herbs and oils. So that's what I do with it. But again, I don't have this whole apothecary full of herbs and oils. That's a tool. They are tools that I use, but they are not anything along the lines of using crystals because crystals are my main thing. 
And then candles. I rely heavily on candles. Again, the whole burning thing. I just love fire. I fucking love fire, okay? That's all there is to it. I fucking love fire. Candles are the perfect tool for uh, someone who likes fire. And they are the perfect all-around tool and are wonderful all by themselves when you have no other tools to work with. If all you have, if you want to work with a tool other than your mind, other than with your hands or your words, and all you have is a candle, you can work some hella magic with a candle. Um, a simple candle can be used to aid in setting intentions, honoring the divine, or casting spells. I use candles for traditional Jewish worship like lighting Shabbat candles every week and Hanukkah candles at Hanukkah. Um, that's pretty much it. Nothing fancy, just the basics. I will take my candles and anoint them with herbs and oil. Sometimes I might carve sigils or um, words into my candle depending on what I'm using it for, what my intention is. But sometimes I just like the motherfucker and that's that. So, yeah. Candles are very easy to work with and you can do all kinds of things with them. Now, as far as traditional witchy tools, that's it. But I also use traditional Jewish ritual objects, which every Jewish person who does any kind of traditional honoring of the faith would use. But, of course, being a witch, I infuse them with witchiness. So things like the shofar for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Of course candles again for yard site candles and honoring the dead, honoring my ancestors, um, ancestor veneration, that kind of thing. Menorah for Hanukkah, Seder plate for Passover, and all the ritual items that go on that. Um, the Yad for pointing to the Torah. When I'm reading from the scroll as a DACA box for uh, collecting charity to give, things like that, just your traditional Jewish ritual objects, I have and use those, um, obviously, because that's what makes me a Jewish witch. Well, what makes me a Jewish witch is I'm Jewish and I'm a witch, so therefore I'm a Jewish witch, but um, I actually practice Judaism with my witchcraft. So I do use the traditional Jewish ritual objects. And that's it. That's pretty much what I use in a nutshell. My mind and my thoughts and my words mainly. Then books, my personal book, crystals, herbs, oils, candles, and traditional Jewish ritual objects. So if you're listening to this, I would love for you to leave me a comment on the Anchor platform that hosts my podcast. You can find that at anchor.fm slash michelle-leffler. I will leave a link to that in the podcast descriptions in the show notes so that you can do that because I would like to have a note from you saying what you use just because I'm curious if we use the same tools or not. So that's pretty much it and yeah, what I use in my Jewish witchy, Jewitchy practice. And if you feel so inclined, I would like to hear from you and what you use. Until next time. Mwah.
Your ancestors have wisdom to share with you. They are ready to talk. They just need you to come and listen. How do you find them? Where are they and how do you communicate with them? Communing with your ancestors is a guided visualization that will plug you into direct access with your ancestors. Get ready to transform through the wisdom of those who've come before you. Find it at livingmoonmeditation.gumroad.com Are you looking for a simple weekly planner that focuses on the Jewish year? Most Jewish calendars feature the Gregorian date with the Hebrew date indicated at the bottom. Anyone trying to focus their life around the Jewish calendar can find this frustrating. My 5782 weekly planner features the Hebrew date with the corresponding Gregorian date and includes the monthly Rosh Hodesh, Shabbat readings, candle lighting times, holidays, and Omer counting cycle. When you order, you'll receive instant access to the digital file to print on your own. Check it out at gumroad.com slash livingmoonmeditation. Are you looking for a grounded, earth-based approach to the Jewish will of the year? If you're like a lot of witchy Jewish types, then you know how tough it is to find reliable information on earth-based practices in Judaism. It seems like every time you try to find witchy Jewish practices, you just end up finding traditional witchcraft or appropriated practices. It's frustrating, it's alienating, and it's almost impossible to find what you're looking for. Until now. The Complete Jewish Will of the Year is your guide to quickly and easily understanding the basics of the Jewish year from an earth-based perspective. This self-paced course is available as a whole, or you can access individual modules. For more information, you can find it on my website, www.livingmoonmeditation.com, and then click the Courses tab. This week on the Jewish Calendar. This week's Torah portion is Toldot, which is Genesis chapter 25, verse 19, through chapter 28, verse 9. The Parsha tells of the conflict between Jacob and Esau, Isaac's passing off his wife Rebekah as his sister, and Isaac's blessing of his sons. Rosh Hodesh Kislev is Friday, November 5th. Candle lighting time for Shabbat is Friday evening at 5.29 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and Havdalah to end Shabbat will be Saturday evening at 6.29 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Interested in studying Torah with me and other witchy Jews? Join me over in my Facebook group, Jewish Torah Study. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash Jewish Torah Study. I also have the link in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Living Moon Meditation. Remember, life is all about magic Jew can do. See you next time.